0: The Wrestling Nerds Radio Network presents... Take a seat and buckle up, folks, because Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn are here to violate your ear holes with more indie
1: wrestling, pop culture, and pee-pee humor than you could possibly mentally or emotionally prepare for. You're here for reviews, interviews, nonsense, and more nonsense. It's the IndieCast! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IndieCast. After dark, I am one half... Of your hosting team here, Zach Romero. Joining me, as always, is one Chad Allen. And Chad, I want to start things off here, as I do every IndyCast After Dark episode, with a question that will immediately derail things. So, Chad Allen, what is the lamest gift that you can receive at an office Christmas party?
0: So, well, first off, greetings, everybody. Secondly, this is the first time I've actually been ready for the derail, mm. uh, that, I, that I knew the question was coming. Obviously, I didn't know what the question was, uh, but I was I was actually actively thinking today as we were getting ready to record, I wonder what Zach's going to derail the show with today, because legitimately mm-hmm. the last couple of times we've done this, it has completely derailed because I went, oh shit, that's right, this is a thing. Um, this is
1: a thing that he's shoehorning into the show.
0: I, no, i love it it's not shoe. i don't i don't think it's shoe hoarding anymore i think it's wonderful i'm i've been coming up with my own questions for it lately so Excellent. The, Good. for the weeks that we're not both on together i can i can derail the questions <laughs> on
1: that would make me very uh, happy if the if the uh, the bit lives on even if i'm not there to jam it in i
0: i will gladly i will gladly continue to, to jam it in as hard and as as, as uh painfully as possible your bing okay um Worst Christmas gift at a at like so we're talking like a white elephant type
1: exactly of thing, right? that's exactly um, what I'm
0: talking about uh, a a DVD copy of the new Spookly and the Christmas Kittens movie oh maybe? what
1: a way to um, jam your own shit in
0: <laughs> um which by
1: the way I
0: was talking to uh, some some uh, some of our dozens and dozens uh, recently actually Colleen who gave us that tournament, who's definitely looking for bad movies to send you, uh, oh, for, for, uh, for your Romero reviews. So prepare yourself for that. Oh. Um, she's got some real shit ready. Um, I, it, it depends. Like, I, like, I don't want to say a gift card, but like, if you, if you're giving a gift card to somewhere like that, you know, you bought this at like a gas station. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, think I've got a, I think I have a problem with it because there's no thought into it whatsoever. like, if you're doing like a white elephant type of situation, it's got to either be really well thought out to a, to a group gifting, or it has to be absolutely the worst possible thing you could think of. Like I remember one white elephant exchange I did; I think it was for my theater company back in the day. Somebody legitimately bought a uh, a copy of the book Everybody Poops,
1: um,
0: which is was phenomenal in its in its horrendousness. Um, but yeah, no, if you if it's a gift that you put absolutely no thought in what's whatsoever uh and you've just like grabbed the you know like i said grabbed a you know a, 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 a wawa gift card or something like that eh, how you know to try to think try to get a little
1: more creative with it it's christmas you asshole for me i have to say the scented candle is my least favorite of the office really? white elephant gifts. now don't get me wrong we are a house built on scented candles uh Luna has more than her fair share, she's a candle connoisseur. So I don't have a problem with the concept of said scented candle. My issue comes from a few things that I've had in my personal experience. Number one, the candle that is purchased for a white elephant gift is usually either not purchased at all and it's a throwaway candle from some, right. you know, older woman's house collection. Definitely or good. it's just something they grabbed randomly at a Walgreens, which means right. the smell is terrible, if not bland. And even if it was the greatest smelling candle on earth, if you actually burn it in your office, of course, you're immediately going to be bombarded with like, who's burning something? Oh, that, that burns my nose because offices are full of annoying assholes. Uh, very true. Um, yeah, no, I would never burn a candle at work,
0: though. Have you ever have you ever lit a, like lit a scented candle at work?
1: Absolutely, and I've thought about just setting my whole desk on fire with it.
0: Well, okay, that's a a whole other issue right there then. So, no, I've never once thought about, I'm going to light this candle at work. But then again, I also have, like, at my desk, somebody gifted to me back in the day uh, a set of um, white, like, Christmas, little Christmas lights that plug into a USB, uh, like, a USB port. So it's legitimately plugged into my computer, and whenever I turn my computer on, I immediately have Christmas lights.
1: I would expect nothing less. Right. <laughs> All right, ask- so that's the big derailment, is we've made our decisions. There's no need for a, a bracket of white elephant gifts. We've made our, we've made our decision here.
0: Yeah, I think, we're, I think we're bracketed out for the year. Don't worry, in 2020, <laughs> definitely definitely more brackets. I was starting to work on a Christmas song bracket, but I don't know if I, uh, I actually want to fully put it together or not, because I don't think there's a, que- there's a question. Wonderful Christmas time is obviously the worst Christmas song ever made. I don't know.
1: There's a lot of people saying Christmas shoes.
0: Christmas shoes is wonderful for it. See now I feel like maybe we should I, we should just hold off and open this conversation up for the next episode. I think maybe we figured out our uh,
1: our pre Christmas
0: Christmas episode now too. So
1: I think you may be right.
0: But uh so well as and you know, gentlemen, for this week though, we are actually going to I know this will become as a shock. It's a wrestling podcast and we're actually gonna talk some wrestling topics here um and we're going to do one even above and beyond us on this one here we are going to start by talking about uh the wwe which i know is against uh, kind of
1: our setup but we're playing all kinds of fast and loose here
0: we are but the wwe uh the reason we want to bring this up is because the wwe uh released currently four uh talents from their rosters uh two of them who had asked for their release and were initially denied, and two that I don't know if they were expecting this. Um, but maybe they should have been. Um, but the, uh, um, one, Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee, um, now again Brody Lee on the indie scene, uh, Hunico or Sinkara, two, um, both who had asked for their releases previously, were finally granted their release. And the tag team of the Ascension uh, Connor and Victor uh, were both released uh, recently as well and obviously there is a rumor that uh, this will these are the first but probably not the last of a bit of a uh, wwe bloodletting just before the holidays because Merry Christmas
1: um, right uh, well, actually, it made me think of like an actual like Ebenezer Scrooge kind of situation of just like that is just ridiculous. Well, first of all, it's ridiculous dickishness to start with. If somebody asks to leave a job and you say no, even though you're miserable and we're not using you for shit you have to stay employed. Sorry. That's a big dick move. And then furthermore the only bigger dicker move would be, and you know what? No paycheck for Christmas. Fuck you. That is just ridiculous.
0: Now uh, I can say that I have seen on um, Luke Harper's Twitter, that uh, though no paycheck for Christmas, uh, like you said there, um, I don't think he's too hurt over that. First off, something tells me he's probably been pretty good with his money anyway. Um, but secondly, because he's been asking for this release for so long, this release is almost a Christmas gift unto itself um, because now he can, uh, I guess, rejoin the indie scene and, and kind of decide where he wants to go from there. Um, so, uh, Zach Romero, here's the question I will give to you based off of this one. Uh, of these uh, four gentlemen that we're dealing with here, who do you
1: think ends up where? Ooh, good question. Um, hmm. Well, obviously, I think Sin Cara could end up in back in AAA and, and things like that pretty easily. Um, you know, if Lucha Underground was still a thing, he could end up there pretty easily. Uh, so that, I think, is the, the smoothest transition, would be just back into real lucha wrestling and that and that sort of thing um i would like to see luke harper back in chikara just to kind of pick up where he left off a little bit and and kind of start the tour there um ascension ascension should have burned wwe to the ground as soon as you know jbl was shitting on them actively on commentary and saying that they were a shitty ripoff of the road warriors like they should have just been like, All right, we're done. We're done here. Cause like how do how is anyone gonna thrive from that? Right. Um, which I believe we 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 rambled about that on the show when it actually happened, you know, years ago. Um Ascension's tricky. I don't know about them. I don't know if they're gonna stay a team. I would doubt it. Um They may they may make the rounds in Florida for a little bit. Because Harper and, and Sin Cara at least have sort of legacy homes to go back to, to a certain extent. Ascension was, like, homegrown NXT-ish kind of talent.
0: So right.
1: they're left in the wilderness here.
0: So I, I'm looking at a little—I I agree with you on um, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, maybe going back to Chikara for a little bit. I think I think doing a stop there would be excellent. Um, however, uh, I am, I am hard pressed to believe that he is not a, uh, AEW bound. I, I feel like of the of those four, he is the one that I feel like AEW would welcome with welcome with open arms.
1: Now, what uh, makes you say that? Uh,
0: because, uh, well, first off, I think there's always been a rumor that, that they were interested in him, but that's uh, so I'm going based off of kind of off of that, but I just feel like with a guy that size with that type of skill, um, like if you have him face off against somebody like Luchasaurus or something like that, you've got yourself a great big man. You've got yourself a great big man match. And I think he is so different from everything else that they've got in there right now. Uh, I think, th- and I just, for some reason, I feel like that Brody Lee kind of has that just, just, kind of odd smarky like uh, smarky group that's that's rooting for him that i think he would fit it that he'd fit in well in aew because of that um
1: now my question to to, my so. question is that does make a lot of sense I, I i i'm on board with that especially some of the kind of matchups that you mentioned there um but my question is 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 AEW, quote-unquote, too cool to be picking up talent from WWE that soon? Like, um, you know, there's there's always that meme about, you know, oh, who's showing up in the Impact Zone? It's blah, blah, blah. You know, right. because TNA kind of made a career out of just kind of sniping whatever WWE threw to the side.
0: True. Do you
1: think AEW can do that and still have, like, stick the landing on it and not Fall into that same trap, or do you think, you know, that'll kind of happen in the beginning and then it won't matter because, you know, Harper will fit in and next thing you know, he'll be a household name again?
0: I think it depends on who they're picking up. Um, like if AEW were to pick up the Ascension right now, I would completely agree with you. What's the, you know, what's the, you know, you know, whatever you want to call their tag name. I can't think of a good impact name for the Ascension. But um, if they were if they were to pick up like the ascension right now, I would be completely on board with what you're saying. That well, now they're just picking up whatever scraps WWE throws out. But if WWE throws out what looks like what is scraps to WWE, but could be filet mignon to everybody else, I think it behooves them to to have to pick up the, a talent like somebody like Brody. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's one of those rare occasions where it's like. Yeah, we're not looking for WWE guys, but this particular former WWE guy's a little hard to pass up. Um, that's kind of that. what I feel about. Uh, I agree with you completely on Hunico Sin Cara. Um, I, I don't remember how much of a AAA background Hunico had, but I, I think he did a lot in Puerto Rico too. Like yes. you easily see him going to Puerto Rico, or yeah, going to Mexico, um, and, and then floating around some other, you know, independent. Spots in the you know uh, all over the u.s i think he'd definitely be somebody that could could draw but he's obviously going to have to come out of the mask again um the uh the one that i would actually be most interested in is actually is the ascension um see i disagree with you i think they would stay a tag team um because good quality tag teams are are though more prevalent than they used to be um somebody with that type of look is is with the look that they have it's kind of hard to come by Um, actually, and interestingly enough, this is one of those, this is one of those groups that, uh, I do think what are, you know, you know, what are John and Jesse doing in the impact zone? Right. Definitely. Definitely be a thing. I could see them going to impact. Um, because again, I think that like, I I'm looking at the matchups that you could, you could have with them there. Um, you know, the, the, you know, the North, uh, who's their tag champs right now. With Ethan Page and his tag partner would be an excellent match. Uh, You know, going up against uh, you know Sammy Callahan's group is is an excellent would be an excellent matchup for them. Things like things like that. There's a lot of you know plus sides for them to going there. Um, And I think Impact. uh, I am hoping to this day that Impact somehow kind of finds a way to wash off the kind of. You know, failure from the past and start over fresh so that a lot of people can take because I've been watching it recently and it's mm-hmm. got a lot of amazing talent there. And I, I tell everybody that, that I, you know, that ever asked me about companies that they should be watching, they should be giving impact another shot right now because of the stuff they're doing. The only thing I don't like about impact is I hate their main, their main commentator. I, I don't like, um, I can't even think of his name. That's how much I hate him. Um, <laughs> I'll look up his name in a second i he bugs me but everything else about impact has absolutely been spot on lately and even like the weird like um you know we're doing a 1980s like you know or you know um a studio show that they did recently where everybody did like their own type of like 1980s characters you know like rich swan yes a that was, was incredible not, that show was absolutely hysterical um And I would love to see them make that like a quarterly thing and and keep the storylines and keep the storylines going like, you know, Mm -hmm. Brian Cage coming out is like, you know, Mr. Canada was absolutely hysterical, especially because you could tell it was somebody's old Team Canada jacket that they (laughs) covered up with the name with black tape. Um, I thought that was just awesome. Um, But I think the Ascension, I think the Ascension would actually do really good in impact. Um, And I kind of hope that's where they I hope that's where they end up. Um, I hope all four of them end up somewhere. That, that's really the, obviously the biggest hope, because I think nowadays with the indies being what they are and AEW being what it is and Impact being what it is and you know all these different companies that are out there that are doing pretty big things lately, that hopefully everybody can still find a home and be able to make a, make a living off of wrestling. Because I, I think all four of those guys are talented as hell and deserve to to do so. WWE just probably wasn't the place for them. So
1: well I think it would be fantastic if they did introduce the the Ascension in the 80s version of of TNA. True. Like that would be incredible if like they had a throwback kind of uh you know look to them and just appeared in the 80s one and then became a regular tag team on the show.
0: You would have to have them beat up the uh what was it? D'Lo Brown, Falaba. Um, yes. Warriors rip off tag team, though they they would have to definitely have to take them out first in a in a demolition versus Road Warriors kind of kind of battle. But uh, but no, that's Falaba, and D'Lo Brown. That was probably one of my favorite parts of that whole episode too. <laughs> what a what a what a wonderful tag team! I never knew I wanted until that moment right there. But, yeah. So. But uh other big topic that I did indeed want to cover on this one here other than the releases well actually I do I do have one other thing um I speaking of WWE they uh recently had two people that uh got caught in their wellness net which we haven't heard from in a while Yeah um, no kidding been amazingly good on the wellness net recently but um one of the people that got caught in the net was Robert Rude um which surprised me a little bit um The other one that really surprised me, though, was Primo
1: from Primo and Epico,
0: mostly because I didn't know Primo was still
1: employed by the WWE. Yeah, I was just Uh, about to say, like, I think that's the biggest. It's one of those, you know, when such and such died and your first reaction was, they were still alive. Like, that's the same kind of thing.
0: Jesus, who did I just have that about recently? There was a celebrity that died fairly recently that I, I legitimately... And I know everybody was sharing it for a little bit. And I went, holy shit, I thought he was dead already. Because it was with somebody like in their 90s. And I, I'm, I'm going to have to look back to remind myself who it was. Uh, or uh, who what was the other one? I just saw that, um, like, Kirk Russell just turned 104. Because, uh, uh, or not Kirk, uh, Kirk Douglas just turned yeah, 100. just like, what in the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Yes, Kirk, Kirk Douglas, no, I Kirk, can
1: believe. Kirk,
0: Kirk Douglas just turned 104 because... Michael Douglas just put up something on his on his you know uh, on one of his social media pages telling his dad happy birthday and I was like, holy shit, he's still going. <laughs> Kirk Douglas is still going. Kirk... <laughs> it's like I was shocked by that, but um, no, yeah. I any any thoughts on those two getting popped for wellness? Because I thought that was I
1: like it's because... weird. And like you said, it's been a long time since we've had you know a wellness policy violation. So yeah, that was pretty pretty shocking to me as well. But you know. I don't know, I don't watch enough WWE to care And like you I said, I, the biggest shock of it was That, uh, you know, Primo was still employed
0: Well, Primo, I don't think has actually been on their TV In, like, on their actual, like, Raw or SmackDown For over a year now mm-hmm. And I know Rude they've been kind of doing stuff with But it's definitely one of those guys that Like, they had such a possibility of doing stuff with And then it just kind of
1: crumbled yeah, just sort of fizzled out. Like when they were doing the um, the intergender tag thing, him and Charlotte were really, you know, doing something, right? But it just seems like since then they've just kind of been like, um, I don't know, be entertaining, I guess, right? You know, the biggest character development was he grew a mustache. Like, okay, but then again. For a while, didn't, didn't Cody Rhodes make that a thing for a bit, so that he had grown a mustache? And, that's true. The stashing one, that was definitely a thing, so that's not a bad point. And, I mean, I guess
0: if you're crazy enough, you can make anything work, as, as Cody Rhodes probably proved a half a dozen times. in his
1: Yeah, was on countless occasions.
0: Like, oh, you're going to give me this big pile of shit? I'm going to turn it into a roast beef sandwich somehow, but here we go, and and did almost every time. So
1: Yeah, very Which, true.
0: Probably why he does what he does at AEW now. Um, the other thing I did want to mention was the very interesting situation with um, the artist formerly known as Jordan Miles, now once again known as ACH.
1: Um, which we waited just long enough for everyone to stop talking or caring about this well, in order to he, throw our two cents in.
0: But see, here's the thing. It's it's like... it boomeranged back around again. So, I mean, for those that don't know, ACH, former independent talent, you know, big name, I thought big name talent, I thought definitely deserved to to move up to a bigger stage, got signed mm-hmm. to NXT. Um, in NXT, um, I don't know if they had done a whole lot with him, really, as of yet, um, but they were indeed working on merchandise for him, which um, ultimately was deemed once it was released deemed to look like it was racist because it was looking like a big uh, a big smile that looked like something straight out of like a 1920s you know tin ad um, and he at least at that point I feel rightfully got pissed about it and didn't like the answers that he was giving was being given about it and ultimately left. Okay, so that kind of dies down for a bit. He's back on the indie scene. He does a couple events. Great. Um, But during some of his rants, he went on a rant originally about Jay Lethal of Ring of Honor fame, and then ultimately took that posting down, but then kind of doubled down on it again fairly recently, um, going over uh, issues that he's had with Jay Lethal in the past, uh, apparently even to the point where Jay Lethal slapped him backstage once. Um, and he, he was going to run with it and basically said he wasn't going to apologize for any of it. He got backlash because of that and then ultimately said, fuck this wrestling thing, I quit. And apparently backed out of a contract that he had just signed with Major League Wrestling, um, canceled all of his dates and was done. And then it boomerangs around again, where now uh, he's showing up on uh, uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, mm-hmm. He's supposed to be fighting Chip Day uh, very soon and supposedly may have come back into MLW again. So maybe he's reconsidered this getting out of wrestling situation. So um, what are your thoughts on the, the um, very odd turnings of, of ACH?
1: Yeah, it's very bizarre just because, you know, I think none of us could be upset that he took such, you know, an issue with the terrible shirt design Um, and the fact that he wrote it all the way to not only did he voice his opinion, but he he wrote it to termination, which is I mean that there are so many people potentially even myself included that if you're making the kind of money that he was making that you would just kind of like, you know, maybe voice a little bit of a, of a complaint, but ultimately you would just shut up and, and, and work because, you know, you made it to the top of the mountain. So for him to have the stones to be like, no, this isn't right. And fuck all of this is incredibly impressive to me. And, and I, I don't think anything can take that away from him. That being said, I think, Ultimately, the boomerang effect does kind of take away from the overarching story and some of the context um, in terms of, you know, there was already sort of a allegation of him just sort of coming from emotions and not really thinking things through or anything along those lines to which it was, you know. Hey this is a highly emotional thing so you know there's no shame on him kind of a thing like don't don't throw that on him of him being emotional this is an emotional thing but right. then to have it be like oh I quit oh I unquit all right now I'm not going to sign this contract oh uh, I'm going to work here though that all feels very much like like after the after the situation you know, came to a head, and he left WWE. You would imagine that it would the emotion would sort of fade out a little bit, and then he would make you know decisions in terms of like, okay, this is where I'm going next. I'm doing this next. Da 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 da. da. It still felt very much like emotion. Like he was just swinging in every direction.
0: Right. Um, uh, I I I agree with you completely. I respect ACH for saying no, this is wrong, and and walking away from what. You know, basically was, you know, probably was his dream to make it, you know, obviously on a national stage in the wrestling industry. Um, because he had definitely made a big name for himself along the Indies and, and like I said, did some time in Ring of Honor and things like that. So he was he was moving in the right direction. But to be able to have the guts to go, nope, don't like this. And I'm walking away from it to try to make his own way. Um, I think we have proven more and more that in the wrestling industry, you don't need WWE to make your way as wrestling as a career anymore. Um, Agreed. And guys like, you know, David Starr and Effie and, you know, the list can go on and on or even, you know, uh, or um, even Zachary Cooper, uh, you know, on our, you know, one of our fellow wrestling nerds. Has said before that he now makes his living based, he pays his bills based on wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible. It can be done. He's proved, I'm sure he's proven it in the past um, based off of his career and was w- more than w- ready to prove to do it again. Um, I hope that the I quit, I've come back decisions. He's, I, I'm, I'm thinking, and I don't know. And ACH, if you're listening and you want to come on the show and kind of talk to us about it, we, we would yeah, love so to.
1: You're more than welcome to.
0: Um, I, I'm hoping he's maybe realizing that some of the, some of the decisions that he made were possibly rash and is trying to correct them. So like now being, you know, like I said, is being booked against chip day on at, at the, um, AEW show, or, you know, maybe getting back in with MLW who was, you know, going to go ahead and get him signed because he was wrestling there before he left. Um, I think are all great spots for him to be. Um, So I'm just hoping, you know, that maybe he'll work, because he's too good of a talent, I think, to just walk away from this industry. Um, But I hope he also realizes that some days what you say sometimes is going to have reaction and consequences, whether it's the reaction and consequences you want or not. Yeah,
1: agreed. Like, does this mean that he has, like, um, like a stigma or something like that now of, like, well, you know, he's not really a team player, you know, or some bullshit like that?
0: And, and I hope that people look at the talent and not necessarily all the craziness that's gone around it. Because the what he's had happen to him and what's been going on in his life recently is... Nobody has a comparison point to this. No, correct. <laughs> right. um, so it's impossible to be like, he's doing this, he's doing that. Well, he, he, yeah, he's re- reacting to something that, that we can't compare to anybody else ever in the wrestling industry that I'm aware of. Right. Um, so, like I said, uh, you know, like I said, but I, I'm hoping that somebody, somebody, if not us, if somebody, you know, gives him the opportunity to have an open mic and maybe he can. Further go through in something better than uh, what's Twitter now two hundred and eighty characters or whatever it is. Right. Um. Whatever uh, you know a a Twitter post is to really go over how he's felt, what he's doing, you know, where his thoughts are, so that maybe more people can make sense of it. And the problem is, some people aren't going to listen to it, even if he did have the, a forum yeah. to do it. Yeah. And those- say, he
1: could, he can give the the greatest speech of all time, and there's definitely going to be people who are just like, no. Nope.
0: Right. And they're assholes that just aren't going to give them a chance anyway. So, But again, ACH, if you're looking for a spot, let me
1: know
0: know. some people. Yeah, we might know a network. (laughs) Exactly. So, so, well, uh, Zach Romero, I think this is a wonderful time in our episode for us to uh, do what one Mr. Brian Cage has officially given us permission to call get your shit in. Uh, I know Fully Gimmicked has been
1: hopping lately. That's Uh, one way to put it. However, the the most important news, Goddamn Wrestling Nerds Radio Network collection of tees is officially live. If you go to fullygimmick.com, you can search, uh, basically under the IndieCast tab, an entire collection of Wrestling Nerds Radio Network shirts. Uh, there is going to be a This Makes No Sense shirt coming out soon, so Zach, don't be upset. But uh, there's shirts, there's all kinds of inside jokes and 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 obnoxiousness and and ridiculous shirts left and right now, and you can order them as, you know, shirts or hoodies and all kinds of other stuff. So the wrestling nerd shop is officially live on the fully gimmick website now.
0: Uh, I just took the girls recently to, uh, the in my uh, in my uh, development area. They had a brunch with Santa. Uh,
1: Amazing! They, very bougie.
0: Uh, it, it it is very. It is very bougie when we can say that we went to the clubhouse to, to go see Santa and have brunch. Um, and it is probably the whitest dickish thing I've ever said in my yeah. life. I apologize for that. But um, I definitely did get a chance to uh, sit down and talk with Santa a little bit. And he definitely asked me what I wanted for Christmas. And I definitely brought up Fully Gimmick's page and just went, pick some shirts. Any these of and hearing, these
1: and these, yeah.
0: Right. Uh, so hopefully some of those will be under my Christmas tree. And if I do, I'll model them. Uh, oh, I'll excellent. make sure they go up. I will They won't be nearly as pretty as uh, the past people we've had modeling. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, any shirts from Fully Gimmick, but uh, fuck you. I'm going to model them anyway.
1: There you
0: go. So go go buy some. Uh, especially go buy. Also go buy the Zach Romero Be nice to somebody the parking lot. Shirt.
1: <laughs> yes. The well. most. Uh, the the most unexpected shirt of 2019. The shirt of my weird catchphrase from uh, high school theater. Is now available as a T-shirt on the site. Um, also, if you're uh, you know looking for last-minute gift ideas, uh, tickets to Punk Pro Wrestling's 13th show, 13 Dead End Drive, makes an amazing stocking stuffer. Uh, tickets are crazy affordable. It's right at the you know January of 2020, so you'll already be looking for something fun to do because Christmas will be over, and what better time? to uh to get into punk pro than in unlucky number 13
0: i mean come on john davis troy hollywood
1: um, i mean that's basically worth the price of admission right there but
0: matt, matt kenway Kylin king
1: True.
0: um i'm trying to remember matches off the top of my head i legitimately don't have these out in front of uh, me right now
1: gnarly um, adventure versus bad and bougie i that's so, uh, the, basically it's going to be a whole show of first-time matchups. um uh, we just announced Justin Black versus Avery Taylor. Amazing! It, it's going to be nuts. So, show number thirteen, January the twelfth, uh, Port Ritchie, Florida. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. So, if you're anywhere in the Florida area, I would highly recommend getting yourself some tickets and coming to see this show because it's going to be absolute bonkers, and uh, I can't wait. Go up. Uh, look for
0: look for me. I'm a Big heavy white guy in a beard. I'll be wearing an indie shirt of some sort. Come sit with us. Join the join the peanut gallery. True. Scream, yell, have a good time. They serve alcohol. That's uh, true. They serve food. Uh, I don't know what else I can do to to sell you to to come out on the show. But yeah, it's it's a blast. You should be out there for it.
1: Agreed. So uh, that's that's all I've got. Oh, obviously, uh, and Chad, you can pick up from here. Uh, subscribe to uh, to us on all social media, as well as uh, you know, uh, leave a. Review on wherever you listen to us, We had please, Spotify or SoundCloud or whatever. Um, iTunes. Or iTunes, um, yeah, leave us a review, even if it's just you know, putting the mantis over or whatever you want to say, whatever little inside joke you want to throw in there. What old school that one? We haven't done that one in ages. I think <laughs> the shirt's still available online, so there you That's what reminded yeah. me of it, yeah.
0: but yeah, no, leave a review, follow us at, at IndyCast. I n d y k a s t. Uh, follow the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network on Twitter, the WNRN. Follow Team Hammerfist, uh, H-A-M-M-A-F-I-S-T, on all social media. Follow, uh, look up Zachary Cooper uh, and listen to his show. Listen to, uh, Team Hammerfist just uh, did a, a live show fairly recently on their Facebook page, which will be up on the network very soon, I am sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, other than that, uh, Zach Romero, I don't, I don't have anything else. How about you?
1: My only other thought is uh, something to ponder, something that we would love to hear feedback on. Uh, is anybody interested in having like a wrestling nerd secret Santa? Because I participated in a wrestling secret Santa uh, this year, and so far, I absolutely killed it with the gift that I got for for my person. Um, and I haven't heard uh, jack shit about getting anything from a secret Santa of my own. So I'm a little a little concerned right now. But potentially so me, if the dozens a, and dozens want to participate, obviously there's enough people here on the network that we could participate. So just something to consider.
0: I mean I'll gladly do it in a second. I probably probably wouldn't be able to get anything until we it would have to be a very late secret Santa, I feel like, that we have to true. Probably exchange in January, but that's I don't mind throwing one last gift in the uh, in the old hopper to do that. So so Jesse I guess Jesse and Rick and uh, you know, I guess you check with Luna. I'll check with Shelley. and, uh, and
1: obviously Zachary Cooper and his, uh, his lovely lady, uh, as well as any of the dozens and dozens, if they want to participate yeah. on game. Yeah.
0: Let us know. We will, uh, we will gladly do that. So now let me ask you, since you did a wrestling secret, Santa, has the person that you sent it to already received their gift,
1: they will be receiving it tomorrow. And I'm expecting that there's going to be hopefully some blow up on Twitter about it. If okay. they, uh, if they if they no sell me on this, I'm gonna be real pissed off.
0: Okay, because I wanted to know if we if you could say who it was. But by the time this goes up, they may not still have.
1: will see. We'll see. If certainly oh. if they make a big deal out of it, expect me to retweet it on social media. I'm not gonna be like, oh, what? Ha-? I'm gonna totally blow my cover well, I'd okay. be the worst Secret Santa and be like, I did that. Me, 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 me. When
0: when we stop recording, I want to hear about this. So okay. Uh, uh, so, well then, let's then let's stop recording right now. Then, yes. so uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for uh, as always listening uh, to the IndyCast and to the Wrestling Dirt Radio Network as a whole. Uh, as always,
1: I am Coculus Maximus. I am Herbie, the Misfit Dilf Oh God, we, we got are we gonna <laughs> <laughs> shit? We're gonna have to come up with
0: Christmas names for the outro next week. Yeah, yes, we will. Uh, we'll have to work that out. So, well, and, until next time, everybody. We always say.
1: Well, hope I don't poop today. Oh, God, just shove it in my face. I'm ready to greet the day, you what fucker. Fuck? Every single
0: one of you guys has made a whole decision. <laughs> it's that dirty-ass Meryl Street. We, we do, are we're touching wieners, Not touching wieners do. professionally.
1: Ric Flair said fuck a six-pack, and he never lost an ounce of pussy. What I am
0: is a big, queer, stone cold Steve Austin. Mom, save vagina.